the children of the forest. Welcome to episode 22 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm nine. I'm Liam, and I'm six, and I turned seven on January 21st, so I'm almost seven. True. And we're recording this on January 4th. 4th, that's right. So here we are a few weeks after the opening of The Force Awakens. Uh, Not even three weeks yeah. And we've already watched it three times. Three times. <laughs> and Star Wars is still everywhere, and everyone is still seeing it. And pretty much everyone is loving it. This is a great time for Star Wars. It's really fun. So let's talk about some of the Star Warsy stuff that we've been doing during this wonderful time. Uh, well, so Christmas has come and gone, and we celebrate Christmas in the gift-giving sense. And I would like to just talk about some of the things that we gave, and also some of the things that we received. Uh, Liam, I got Kylo Ren's lightsaber from my um, from um, Daddy and Mommy. That's right, you did. Kylo Ren's lightsaber, Get Kylo and Ren's I play lightsaber. with it almost every day. Like Anna is annoyed by it. And is a little Very annoyed. annoyed. It is a rather loud lightsaber compared to the other lightsabers. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah. it roars. It, it, it when does. I wake up in the morning and I want to go back to sleep, he's using it <laughs> when he and mommy are downstairs, and I'm like, ah, now I can go back to sleep. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you were, like, trying to go back to sleep. I thought you were, like, awake reading or something. Yeah. Because it was pretty late. You it was pretty late in the morning. So here's a little a little uh, behind the scenes for you guys. I bought that lightsaber on Force Friday, back in September. So, what? I, I bought it a long time ago, and honestly, once we saw the movie, I felt like maybe not giving it to you. Like mommy and I kind of talked about it. We're like, do we want to give him this? Because. Kylo Ren is so disturbing, and we, you know, he we don't like him, and we, you know, obviously we knew he was going to be the villain, but what he did just really makes us uncomfortable. By the way, if you're not listening, if you're listening to this, obviously, I think by now it should be assumed, but I'm going to say it one more time. We're going to talk about everything that happened in The Force Awakens. If you haven't seen it, you know, and you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen to this episode. I think that's the last time I'm going to say that because I'm going to assume that everybody listening to this from now on has seen The Force Awakens. But I just wanted to throw it out there one more time, just in case. But do you understand that, Liam? Why why your mom and I would, would be a little yeah. bit like, oh, well, no. but, you know, it's not like you become evil by playing with, you know, a toy that an evil character has in the movie. So, you know, I think I've talked about this before, but, you know, pretend violence and playing as if you are a bad person, being a bad guy when you're playing, um, that's normal. And it doesn't worry me. So you love that lightsaber. You like pretending to be maybe not Kylo Ren, but maybe a bad guy using it. Maybe you're pretending to be Kylo Ren. That's okay. Um, Still, it's pretty loud, though. He's cool, though. (laughs) The lightsaber's cool. The lightsaber is cool. 
what else? What else did you guys? What? It even came oh. with like a little dagger. It did. It, one of those blade builders comes with a little red lightsaber dagger. Kinda I got. Cool. I also got Star Wars band aids <laughs> from from your cousin. Yeah, um, that's right. Um, second. Cousin. Second cousin, sure. Um, and uh, hmm. What did the holocron? Oh, you got got a holocron. That's right. Holocron, like you know the twenty questions holocron. I got that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and Liam, you're forgetting the really big thing. BB-8. Who gave you the? Who gave you BB-8? The resistance. Yeah. Who? The resistance. The resistance, really? Yeah. They dropped Mm -hmm. off BB-8, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty special. I know, and like it can move around whenever it wants. We don't need to control it. And it's like, oh, so BB-8. Yeah, wow. Like he fit all through that. It's a remote control BB-8. Mm-hmm. So awesome. And I'm really good at controlling him now. Yeah, yeah. Except it sounds. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm not a remote control. (laughs) Liam, you're pretending that the BB-8 is real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, well, um, I've gotten really good at controlling them, mm-hmm. and, but sadly, even just the littlest thing, it can't move over. BB-8's it's not good at climbing up rugs. No. Yeah, that's true. Now, this is the Target-exclusive BB-8. This is not the Sphero BB-8, um, so it's kind of big, which is nice. So, Anna, you got a shirt for Christmas in your stocking? Who's on your shirt? Hooray! It's a pretty cool shirt, huh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I got a shirt of my stocking. You did too, Liam. Not Star Wars. It wasn't Star Wars. What? <sighs> wow, that's that's rare. Why are you doing that to me, Santa? Um. <laughs> so it was Minecraft. It was my. Oh no! It was only Minecraft. You don't like Minecraft at all, do you? I like Minecraft way <laughs> not as much as Star Wars. Well, like, on a rate, on a rate um, of one to ten, uh-huh. I love Star Wars ten. Yeah, and uh, I like Minecraft five. Mm. Well, it can't. So, it can't all be Star Wars, though, right? We can't have Star Wars everything, can we? Got Star Wars pencils. You did get Star Wars pencils, so Something. maybe it can all be Star Wars. I mean, Santa Nana, and then <laughs> I got. We gotta get Star Wars wallpaper. Uh, sure. What? We didn't get Star Wars wallpaper. We could. Okay, oh. okay you guys. Okay, just now kidding. I bet you guys are just thinking we're not talking oh, about the stuff we were gosh. giving, just the stuff that we got. Sure. So let's talk about what what stuff we gave. Anna, you had your cousin Kate for uh, the name draw. What what did she get from you for? Christmas um, this year. I gave her the I gave her the Ahsoka and Darth Vader pack from Ooh, Rebels. Nice. Um yeah. I I picked Joe, I think. Who did yep, I get? Joe. Joe. Mm-hmm. I got Joe or other other cousin. Mm-hmm. And I gave him hmm. a gift card for the Xbox One store. Oh yeah. To buy Battlefront. Yep. Which I think he had already bought. But that's okay. He can get other stuff with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of Battlefront, we've been playing a little more Battlefronts. Uh-huh. That's pretty fun, huh? And uh, and we do have the 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 online membership now. I can't remember my name. <laughs> that's funny. I was going to give it on this episode and I forgot it. It's A L underscore T R two eight zero, maybe. 
I can't remember exactly. <laughs> anyway, if you want to search that, maybe that's it. And uh, you might be able to find me and invite me to a game. And Liam, you played uh, Survival on your own. And well, you I made played it Survival and I made it through... Um, um, through... Four waves. Four waves I think, yeah. and the shock troopers are like... Boom. Uh, it, they <laughs> take like... In the yeah, they take like 45 hits to yeah, hit them. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did four waves, but... Mm -hmm. My fifth, I was on my fifth wave, and I only had a shark, shock trooper left, yeah, yeah. and I was like halfway to shoot that, halfway to kill a shock trooper, mm. so I would call it five ways. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, but also I was going to say, if, if you do find me and invite me to a, to a party or something, I'm not that good, so just a fair warning, <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, online, Daddy just, yeah. you know, like, the best person online one time when he played? Yeah. Um, Gub G? I don't remember what his name was. <laughs> well, it was something G. Name was. Yeah. yeah, and it was three letters, their yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. And he did, he Ooh, I think like, it was Sub G, wasn't it? Sub G, Sub G. Sub G, if you're out there, Sub G, listening, you got me good many, 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 many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. There's, uh, then there was other person that, well, he was probably like three quarters of who Kyle do the most. Yeah. Anyway. Also, we, we got all the cousins trading cards. That was pretty fun. Uh, so then after Christmas Eve, after we all opened gifts and everything, then the cousins wanted to trade cards with, with you guys. Who you, you brought your cards, and they were trading with each other, and it was this big card trading thing, and it was like, that's exactly what those cards are for. They're for trading and getting who you want and, you know, giving away one to get another one, and the big coveted card was the Ray Foil card. I had the Ray Foil Which, Liam, you have, like, and no one else had. No one else had. Henry, another of our cousins, yes. he got a Foil Kylo Ren card. Ooh, yeah, that was a pretty, that was a coveted that card was really also. Cool. Yes, everybody Just wanted brother. that one. Just yeah, brother. Yeah, so that was really fun. And then the day after Christmas, what did we do? We went to go see, see the, the Force, Force Awakens with 21 people. 21 people. And that was 22. I don't remember, but your aunts and your uncles and your cousins and your grandma and your grandpa and your other grandma. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a big family event. But the only person our mama said was our right. other grandma. That's was right. us, mommy, and our grandma. Oh, you're on mama's side? Yeah, because we're on both your sides. Anyway, yes, that's, it was really fun, and I, I loved being able to go, and we took up like two rows of seats, and we all got to sit together. I got to sit by my mom, and then my dad was on the other side of her, your grandma and grandpa, and it was really fun to... I bet you might have needed to cuddle with mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to cuddle with my mommy when, when Han died, yeah. Yeah. It was sad Did again. You? No, I didn't. But you wanted to. But I to. wanted to, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but it was so fun to hear them, to hear them reacting, like to hear my dad laugh and my mom even laugh at, at certain lines. And, and they really liked it. They really enjoyed it, you know? And they they grew up, not grew up with Star Wars, but they had kids who grew up with Star Wars, right? So they, they've seen it plenty of times, the original ones at least, the prequels, I think. I don't even know if they've seen all those, but, uh, but they've seen, you know, the original trilogy a lot. So I think they really enjoyed it. And then on New Year's Day, we had a book club slash Star Wars party where we talked about uh, a book that we had read 
in a, in a book club that your mom started, uh, Ivan, the no, was it the one and only Ivan? That was a good book. Uh, and then we talked about Star Wars with a couple different families um, who'd all seen Star Wars. It was really my, fun. And me and my um, friends actually upstairs played Legos the whole time before we oh, talked yeah. about Ivan. Then played Star and then did Star Wars again. And we played Star Wars trivia and of co- and we did teams because there was a lot uh, a lot of people and Daddy's team definitely won. So yeah, just we've had us kind of had a Star Wars winter break. And now today is your Monday, and it was your kid's first day back at school, my first day back at school. Uh, and uh, and I've just been thinking a little bit about the movie. Of course, we've seen The Force Awakens three times now, been thinking about it. We are reading, we're currently reading Percy Jackson. We're on the third book of Percy Jackson. And uh, that led me to think about uh, the Titans, right? Think about, what, Kronos, the Titan. Uh and how, like, in Percy Jackson, Kronos is this titan, you know, well, in, in mythology, right? And this titan who's in the pit of Tartarus, right? And then in Percy Jackson, he's trying to get out uh, to take over the world uh, again, basically, and bring the age of the titans back. And I kind of started wondering about Snoke. And uh, and a long time ago, George Lucas said that the the sequel trilogy would kind of focus on, uh, you know, the... the Palpatine's master, or the person who was even stronger than Palpatine, right? So then I started thinking, like, could could Snoke be kind of like a like a Titan character, right? Like he's this Force God, sort of, or this super powerful Force being who is rising from whatever pit the Jedi or Sith threw him into. I don't know. It, it's kind of an interesting way to think about Snoke, I think, and uh, it'd be kind of like the father, son, and daughter like on Mortis, Snoke right? Snoke is Mace Windu air quotes. <laughs> that's another interesting way to think of Snoke, Liam. You're right. But, uh... Wait, that's not what I think. That's what Dana thinks. Oh. Yep, that's what Dana thinks. He always yes. says, when we're at the end of an episode, I guess you've probably listened to an episode, but maybe this is your first time. He always says, hashtag Mace Windu is Snoke. <laughs> well, I think I've only done that once, but... No, I yeah. think you've done it, like, twice. Oh, maybe twice. Anyway, uh... But we kind of got a little bit of, like, force deity, kind of force god stuff with Mortis, right? With the father and the son and the daughter. Um, but then could Snoke be, like, their god, right? Or their creator? Or the person who who was stronger even than them? Probably not. I think that he's kind of like a like a poser, you know? Like, he doesn't actually have all the power that he seems to have. He's just pretending to, maybe. Han saying that Snoke is using Kylo for his power makes me think that, kind of. Right? It seems like maybe Snoke isn't as powerful as he actually seems. Um, and also, Snoke seems to be kind of afraid, almost, of anyone finding Luke. Like, he really doesn't want Luke to be found. Uh, I read the novelization of The Force Awakens, and that kind of seems to be the case more from that, too. He tells Hux, like, you have to destroy the Resistance base right now, because this droid is probably there, and the plans are probably there, and it has to be destroyed now, so that no one can find those plans, or even if they have those plans, then anybody who's seen them, not the plans, but the map, anyone who's seen it will die, you know, and just in case, and even if they've sent those, the map off of the, you know, off the planet through some communication, all those people dying on that planet will cause people to be afraid of going to find Luke in the first place, you know, like, he really doesn't want Luke to be found, um... Which I th- I feel is kind of weird, a little bit. There's, there's got to be something to that, something important. 
about that. I'm not sure why though. Because Mace, because it's Mace Windu, and he is, and he's a Jedi and looks good. Oh my gosh, Liam! I was joking about the Mace Windu is Snoke thing, but you have taken it and run with it. Get you. Uh, all right. Well, let's head on over to the news. The Force Awakens is making a lot of money. People like it. That's news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's our news for the that's day. That's our news. <laughs> no. Um, but that is. I mean, that's that's the kind of the big news. It's breaking a bunch of records as far as how much money is made. It's, uh, you know, it, it, it's doing really good. And I don't really care about how much money it makes. But I do care that people like it. And people obviously like it. Uh, and that's what it means for it to make that much money. It means that people like it. People are telling other people to go see it. People are saying, hey, you got to see this movie. It's really good. And I like that because I like Star Wars, and I think that people will enjoy Star Wars. And I enjoy seeing people enjoy Star Wars. It's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. So let's not forget about Rebels, though. The Force Awakens is awesome, and so is Rebels. And the next episode is coming out in January. I still can't find an actual date for when it's coming out. Uh... I looked online, and I just I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out even what it's called. Um, but I am looking forward to it either way. Do you guys think it'll be weird to watch Rebels after being so entrenched in The Force Awakens for yes. these last weeks? Do you think it'll it be a little will. strange? Mm-hmm. It yeah. Will. Do you think that Rebels is going to like obviously connect to The Force Awakens no. at all in Season 2? Do you think there'll be like a character named Snoke or no. something? No. No. No, it would Probably give it not. away. It would give it away, that's that right. That might be why they, they stopped, save. because they want to do a little clue Ooh. for, like, The Force Awakens. Ah. But do you think they're going to save any big stuff for the next movie, probably? Mm. For Episode Eight? Yeah. Yes. I'm calling it right now, though. Calling it right now. Maz Kanata in Season 3 of Rebels. I'm calling it. That's my prediction. I mean, all they have to do is go to Takadana. Who says they don't? Why couldn't they? Right? I mean, Takadana has always yes. been there. It's not like a new planet. It's always been there. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. But there's a ton of information out there as far as news goes. If you want to learn about, like, deleted scenes. Um, ton of stuff about what the script originally was going to be. And I, I just don't have time to get into all that with you guys. Um, I think I've told you a lot of it kind of as I've read it. But... There's so much stuff, but it's almost a little bit confusing because if you keep if you keep reading about like here's what they originally were going to do, or like Ray was originally going to be called Kira, and there was going to be someone else named Sam who was her brother, and you know, and then you start like confusing it and thinking like that that's actually the story, but of course the story is what's in the Force Awakens. All this other stuff was like maybe they were going to do that, but they didn't. Some of the deleted scenes. Now you're making me think she has a brother. <laughs> well, who knows, right? Uh, she said she doesn't say she's just waiting for her parents. She says she's Anna waiting. Anna said. Anna said. Um, Anna said, uh, "I'm waiting for my parents." She was. She was. Um. Uh, um. She was just like saying that line. Um. I, and she family. said, uh, "No, you said parents." I said it from my family. Not from my parents. From my family? I'm waiting from my family? No, I know all about waiting from my family. Fight, 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 fight. 
It's I know all. <laughs> you said I know all about waiting for my parents. Oh, when you guys were what pretending or something? Anna said for my parents. Yeah. Oh, so she was spoken. She meant to say family. Yeah. So maybe her brother Sam was <laughs> part of the. <laughs> I mean, seriously, no, Leah, this could have like. Leah. I saw Liam starting to clench his fist. It was going to be a big. Daddy, stop rumble. it. Daddy, I have to say something. Okay, Anna. You were making the joke. You accidentally said it. And I thought I heard you say that. I thought I heard you say from for my parents. And then I was like, I know all about waiting for my parents. Uh-huh. And so I said, I know all about waiting for my family first. And then you said it. But I thought you said, I know all about waiting Cut for my parents. <laughs> I am not editing this out. I'm not going to edit it out because it's so ridiculous. And I just want people to hear it. I mean, I can't even like I checked out like two minutes ago. I don't even know. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. But it's okay. It's good. It's good. This is just this is siblings. This is what we do. I did the same thing with my my brothers and my sister, uh, just arguing back and forth for like a half an hour, and then at the end of the argument, we'd we'd ask ourselves what we what we were arguing about, and we'd forget, right? Because it was so inane. Anyway. Uh, there's also, we haven't even seen the Art of the Force Awakens book yet, which is out there. We just haven't seen it yet. Uh, and I know that's full of really cool behind-the-scenes information about creating the story of the Force Awakens. Uh, there's a little bit from J.J. Abrams that I will just read right now. Uh, this isn't, this is just from a news story, but uh, I, I like this, and I think it's good to, to know this. So he said, We had the idea about R2 plugging into the information base of the Death Star, and that's how he was able to get the full map and find where the Jedi temples are. Because, of course, this is me now talking and not JJ, but uh, the Empire would want to know where the Jedi temples are because they would want to go destroy them, right? Uh, so, of course, yeah. And we, we even heard about this in Rebels, right? Kanan saying, like, the Empire has been seeking out Jedi temples, right? And there's this one on Lothal that maybe they don't know about yet, but chances are they will find out about it eventually. Anyway... Um, Maybe they know and they destroyed Lothal. Yeah, who knows? But here JJ's talking about why R2 wakes up when he does. So he says again, BB-8 comes up and says something to him, which is basically, I've got this piece of a map. Do you happen to have the rest? The idea was, R2, who has been all over the galaxy, is still in his coma, but he hears this, and it triggers something that would ultimately wake him up. While it may seem, you know, completely lucky and an easy way out, at that point in the movie when you've lost a person desperately and somebody you hopefully care about is unconscious, you want someone to return. Right? I mean, it was a sad part of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you want some sort of happiness, someone to come back instead of die, right? And R2 comes back, and he gives this map, which is going to allow Luke also to come back, Right? I think it was a much-needed moment of victory in that yes. movie. You know, some, some also a win. it end in sadness. Did it end in sadness? Basically. Oh. Yeah, you thought... He yeah. got stabbed in the shoulder. Yeah. And, then, oh. and then Han died, so it would end basically end in sadness. But oh, you actually... Mean it, you mean it would have? I don't think yes. it was too sad. If R2 hadn't woken up, yes. it would have. I, I don't see. think it was too sad because Kylo Ren got hit, like, five times, also including... Chewie hitting him, which I don't get how Chewie did that. Well, that was it was awesome. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about that moment uh, because so Chewie hits Kylo Ren with his bowcaster, 
What happens when someone gets hit with a bowcaster at any other point in the movie? They die. And they go flying. Right? I mean, it, boom, it nails them. They go flying through the air and they get hit, right? It's a huge, very powerful blast. And here's Kylo Ren, this, you know, very powerful force user who is in a moment of weakness because he just killed his dad and he's not really feeling all that great about it, I don't think. I mean, he's he's down there, you know? He's not even, he's not doing anything. He's just standing there like, what have I done? In fact, in the novelization, it talks about how he feels like at that moment, he should be strong. He, it, it should have made him strong. But instead, it made him feel uh, confused and weak and conflicted, right? Like, this is not, I'm not strong. This, is, this was supposed to make me really strong, and now I'm just standing there like, what have I done? I can't remember exactly how it's said in the novelization, but it's something like that, right? So he's in a moment of weakness, and Chewie gets a shot off. But he doesn't go flying. And he still stands up and runs after Ray and Finn, you know? But that gets, also kind of makes hit. sense, like... He gets hit on the waist. Nothing happens. He gets hit on the waist and... Oh, something happens. bleeding He's and then... bleeding. Yeah. That's it. Well, Finn kind of held his own in that lightsaber fight for a while, right? Finn was actually fighting with him. You think that if Kylo Ren wasn't... Hadn't just been hit by a cross... You know, a crossbow blast... He would have killed him. That he would, yeah, I think he would have been able to fight a lot better, right? And a mm-hmm. lot of people are, a lot of people are, are kind of taking issue with like, how could Ray know? How could she be that good of a fighter without any training? And mm-hmm. I think she has had training with her staff. It makes sense, right? That she would mm-hmm. know how to use a lightsaber because she's been using her staff for a long time. And also, she has the Force, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, Kylo Ren is injured badly, you know. So that kind of levels him down a little bit, right? At yeah, the same time, think, she's leveling up. Yeah, but, but she's going to need training. But I also think that because mm. Finn already, like, 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 kind of beat him a little, yeah. a, a little bit, yep. then that made him even more weaker. So Ray, and then Ray was fighting, he was winning for a while there, but then I think he got even more weaker because Ray was beating him down. Yep. And then she finally, like, Hurt him like too bad that he couldn't yeah. even walk. Right, right. They kind of like leveled him down yeah. yep. until he couldn't even walk. Oh, yep. he was just sitting on his bottom. Poor Kylo Ren. <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel so bad for him. Jeez, <laughs> I want to kick him off the cliff. <laughs> I want to kick him off the cliff. That's the dark side talking, Liam. So? So? He's like the meanest guy in the world. If it works. All right. Let's head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song, yeah. The Canon News song, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there is so much Canon News. Basically, all of The Force Awakens is Canon News, right? Since Canon News is when we talk about all the new stuff that is officially part of the universe now, part of the Star Wars galaxy. But we're going to dig just a little bit deeper than the movie and pull some news out of The Force Awakens Visual Dictionary. It's not that deep, right? I mean, because, you know, it's the Visual Dictionary. But we're going to we're gonna pull some stuff out of there. And I think we might just start from the beginning and go from there. Maybe we'll just do canon news segments from the Visual Dictionary for the foreseeable future. But let's start with, today, let's start with the state of the galaxy. So we're going to talk about, like, what is going on in the galaxy. Now, the movie doesn't really lay this out for us. It kind of does, but you really have to pay close attention. You kind of have to you have to infer a lot. That means, given the information that you have, you have to assume some more information. 
but the visual dictionary really lays it out for you, which is really nice. Um, so here's, here's the deal. There's been 30 years of peace, pretty much since, you know, months, some months after the battle of Endor, maybe a year after, I think it was seven months after, after the battle of Jakku, um, there was a truce, right? So the rebellion became the new Republic and the new Republic and the empire signed a truce together called the Galactic Concordance. Now, do you guys know what truce means? Uh, truce? No. no, it doesn't mean truth. A truce is an agreement to no longer fight. So okay. the New Republic and the Empire agreed to a truce. What? That doesn't wow. make any sense. Because, because I think the Empire realized that if they kept fighting, they would just be completely destroyed. And the New Republic realized that they don't want to fight. They want to get on with the business of being a government. They want to get on with the business of, you know, spreading freedom and liberty to all the planets, right? So, the New Republic Senate, after this truce was passed, also passed a law called the Military Disarmament Act, which means that they agreed to not build more arms. And arms here doesn't mean the things that are hanging out of your torso, right? Arms means weapons, fighters, starships, uh, warships, I guess I should say. Uh, and also they, they're going to get rid of many of the fighters that they already had. They're going to disarm, right? They're going to get rid of all their war stuff, right? Now, the idea here was to not become a new empire. The new republic didn't want to make the same mistakes that the republic did, or that they felt that the republic did. Those mistakes, of course, were caused by and exploited by Palpatine, right? So, remember the Military Creation Act in Attack of the Clones? Where they created a military for the Republic? The Republic did not have an army. But they signed this bill, this, this law, that said that, yes, they can have an army. And the clones are that army, right? And Padme was strongly against that. Padme did not want that. Which I think is interesting, because here we have Padme's daughter, Leia, who formed the Resistance. I think Padme would really like what the New Republic did. The New Republic said, no more fighting. You know, we're not going to have any more army or anything like that. But here's Leia, who is saying, no, 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 no. We need to have this army because there's still bad guys out there. The First Order is out there now, and, and they cannot be trusted. We have to have a way to defend ourselves. We have to have a way to even attack them. If we know that they're going to attack us, we need to be able to stop that, right? So, I think it's really interesting that, like, Padme and her daughter, I don't know, they're, they're similar in many ways, but I think they're very different in some other really important ways. Because I think Padme would have taken the, the New Republic stance of, let's not fight, no more fighting machines, no more war machine, right? We need to just be peaceful and hopefully no one will come attack us. I don't know. I guess the thinking of the New Republic is that if you have all these things that you can fight a war with, you have soldiers, you have warships, you have weapons, right? You might all be nice. You might all be nice people. But it just takes one jerk, right? To take all of those soldiers and warships and everything that you only have to defend yourself with, right? The only reason you have them is to defend yourself. It just takes one bad guy like Palpatine to take all that stuff and say, you know what, I'm going to use this instead of defending ourselves. I'm going to use it to go destroy and go and dominate, right? 
But if you don't have the means of destruction, then you cannot destroy. And that's yeah. what that's what the New Republic is thinking. And I think, it, you know, that's a good way to think. But it doesn't always work. Yes, Anna? Yeah, but the Empire, or now the First Order, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Evil takes many, you know, you know mm. that line, no, whatever. It's just... Many forms? Yes. I've yeah. seen evil. It was the Empire, forms. and then... That, no, it was the fifth, then the Empire. Mm-hmm. Today is the first order. Yep. And they're thinking, they're saying, we want peace in the galaxy, but really they're creating chaos. Chaos? Chaos. Oh, the, the first order is? Yes. Right. Really? Exactly. But they're saying, we want peace. Mm-hmm. We but, want order. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. they're like, but they're like, 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 breaking the right. peace. Right. True. Now, according to the Visual Dictionary, Poe was once a pilot in the New Republic Defense Fleet, which was defense, I guess, so the New Republic does have some sort of ships that can defend itself, a little bit, I guess. Uh, But since the New Republic didn't see the First Order as a threat, Poe left and joined the Resistance. And this is, from what I can gather, uh, expanded upon in the book Before the Awakening by Greg Rucka which we don't have yet, but that has short stories about Finn, Ray, and Poe before The Force Awakens, kind of what they're doing before that, right? Um, I'm going to read that book soon. I just haven't haven't read it yet. Yeah, I want to read the one for Ray. Ray, Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard they're all really great. And Liam Greg Rucka is the guy who wrote Smuggler's Run that we read. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really looking forward, and he's he's a really good writer. Looking forward to reading that book. So the Empire was disarmed, and it was made to pay reparations. So you guys are learning a lot about actual war terms here, like disarmament and arms. And here's reparations. Here's a new word, okay? Reparations are basically payments of money or services or food or other stuff to pay for the damages, injuries, and deaths that are inflicted during a war. So the losers of the war pay the winners for all the damage that they did, basically. Right? Hmm. When they come to this sort of agreement, right? So so the Empire had to pay for all this horrible all these horrible things they did, right? Mm-hmm. Now, like the Battle of Jakku. Sure. Or well, they probably or like ins- you know, enslaving whole species like like uh, like the Wookiees, right? Um, now I don't know if I don't think the New Republic had to pay the Empire for any <laughs> damage they did because they were the winners, right? Um, and in that case, it worked out because the New Republic were the good, you know, the good guys and the Empire was not good. Um, but some in the Empire, some people in the Empire leave for the unknown regions. Now, this is all from the Visual Dictionary. This is all stuff from like the first page almost. Uh, in the unknown regions of the galaxy, they form, they reform as the First Order. And now here I'm going to quote from the book Aftermath. And there is a character named Yup Tashu who was an advisor to Palpatine before he died. Okay? And here is what Yup Tashu says. And this is months after the Battle of Endor. This, this person is saying this to other Imperials. Okay? Palpatine felt that the universe beyond the edges of our maps was where his power came from. Over many years, he, with our aid sent men and women beyond known space. They built labs and communication stations on distant moons, asteroids, and 
out there in the wilds. We must follow them, retreat from the galaxy, go out beyond the veil of stars. We must seek the source of the dark side, like a man looking for a wellspring of water. I feel like Yuptashu ended up convincing what was left of the Empire to do that, right? Go beyond known space. And is Snoke the source of the dark side? Is Snoke this power that Palpatine was talking about? Did they find Snoke out there and with Snoke's help rebuild the First Order? It sure seems like it to me. Seems like that's what happened. I think that's kind of what they're pointing to. Now, I know that by reading the, the novelization, uh, that the Resistance had no idea that the First Order was building a superweapon, and the destruction of the Hosnian system was the first time they were aware of Starkiller Base. So they didn't really even know there was a Starkiller Base until all these planets were destroyed, and then they're like, oh, man, we can't, we gotta go destroy that. Did you guys know that? Did you think they knew about yeah, it already? Yeah, I know. Oh, I, I didn't thought think... they knew about it. I didn't think they knew about it okay. already. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if the movie made that clear or not, but... It made it pretty clear, I think. Okay, cool. And speaking of the Hosnian system, we'll get into that in our next episode on Canon News. But before we move on to a joke, here's one more thing from the Visual Dictionary. And this is a quote. Chewbacca returned to Kashyyyk, once it was free from Imperial rule, and reconnected with his larger family. When Han Solo returns to a life of smuggling, Chewbacca feels honor-bound to follow his trusted friend down this path and offer what help he can. And that means that Chewie was not always with Han. It sounds like Chewie left Han, maybe, for quite a while. And lived on Kashyyyk, right? But once Han went back to smuggling... And and when did Han go back to smuggling? After after his son turns to the dark side, right? Which is Lego's fault. That's what she said. She said that, yeah. She did send him away, yeah. And she said, um, wait, wait, what? <laughs> you trying to figure it out? You're trying to remember the line? Yeah, I, I remember that. I forgot it, though. Wait, wait, so Leia says, I went back to the only thing I was ever good at, and then Han says, Han says we both did. I think you got that flipped. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I I'm did pretty get sure. that yeah. But, yeah, so I think it's important to know that Chewie wasn't there the whole time with Han, which makes sense. Um, like when Han, Han and Leia get married, they have at least one child. Um, um you know, um, that child gets sent away. Did Chewie come to the, um, the, um, wedding? Probably. Probably. <laughs> to the wedding? I don't know. I want to see that. I want to see that in a, in a movie or in a, I in don't a book. think there is, there the was wedding. a wedding. I don't think there's like weddings in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There is in, uh, in Legends. There are weddings. There is a wedding when Anakin and... Um, Padme get married. Oh, that's true, and that is a that's a, a little ceremony. And you got to think they're kind of doing it in secret. Yeah. But if they weren't doing it in secret, they would probably have invited more people. Yeah. And it would have looked like a like normal Obi-Wan. wedding. They would have invited Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and probably Padme's family. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, Luke maybe would have would have invited uh, Owen and Baru maybe. Luke. Luke? Did I say Luke? Yes. Anakin. <laughs> Anakin, I mean. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's go have a joke. (laughs) Laugh it up, fuzzball. What 
did Qui-Gon Jinn's Force Ghost say to Obi-Wan's Force Ghost when Han Solo fell to his death? We have another friend? Nothing. It was too sad for words. <sighs> Don't get it. It's not a joke. It's just sad. Why would you say it then? <sighs> Sorry, even my jokes are sad because Han died. Anyway, let's go to the question and answer council. The Force and its wisdom are all around us. Ask your will a yes or no question. Sense the Force in my left hand. Press it and answer you, I will. Okay, we have a question actually from Twitter from Torpedo Ted, who is at Torpedo Ted 13. And he actually asked this question before. The Force Awakens came out, and we just haven't had a chance to incorporate it into our podcast. But we're still going to ask it, because it's still something to talk about. He says, will we see Boba Fett? And then he says, in The Force Awakens, in Episode 8, in Episode 9, right? Uh, did we see Boba Fett in The Force Awakens? No. No, no I don't think so. Uh, could we see him in Episode 8 or 9? I don't think so. We could... But I think it's very unlikely. Yeah. I don't think we could because I don't think you could get out of the Sarlacc pit. Okay. Well, that leads me to this uh, this little bit in of information. In Legends, he gets in, out of Sarlacc. Oh, in Legends, he does. Yes. But here's some canon in the book Aftermath, which remember again takes place after Return of the Jedi. There is an interlude scene on Tatooine where Jawas are in possession of what sounds like Boba Fett's armor. Uh, there's also a scene with Dengar, where a person, another bounty hunter, says Boba Fett and points behind Dengar to try to distract him. And Dengar turns around because he thinks Boba Fett is there. Now, would Dengar have thought, would he have made that mistake and turned around and looked for Boba if he thought that Boba was dead? dead. Mm, maybe. I think it might be a little bit of a stretch. But there is a possibility that Boba lives, or at least his armor does, right? But I'd say that if I had to guess, Boba is alive. I mean, George Lucas said that he survived the Sarlacc Pit. I'm not sure if that's technically canon. He did say that before Maybe the sale. Maybe he got out and then the Sarlacc took him in again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He got out and someone just shot, shot him. <laughs> so or he didn't die he in the Sarlacc out, Pit. Or he got out and then the um, little, like the top, no, like the... The tentacles? The tentacles. Hmm. Um on the Sarlacc pit, mm -hmm. shot out, and grabbed Boba and just pulled him back. Pulled him back in. That would be funny. Maybe Boba is Snoke. Daddy, come on. You keep coming up with these crazy ideas of who's Snoke. <laughs> no, I am joking, but that is actually a theory that's out there. Like, there's a whole article written about how Bo how Boba Fett is Snoke. There, that's probably, um, that's probably a just funny It's thing. not. It's not, Anna. And I love those. I gotta say, I, I I mean, even though I don't think Boba Fett is Snoke, I don't think that. I love reading those things. Like, even the Jar Jar is a Sith Lord thing, right? I love reading those, because they're just fun to think about. And and I, I really don't want to say, like, oh, they should never have written that. That's ridiculous. Because um, it's, it's fun. Funny. It's fun. It's funny, but it's also fun. And, like, maybe some people actually do think that Boba Fett is Snoke. That's fine. That's okay. It's fun to think about. We don't think they are, but you can think they are. Sure. And um, I don't think they are. Sure. So. We also have a voicemail. Mark has a question. Let's hear it. Hey, Anna, Liam, and Al. This is Mark Leonard from California, and I just discovered your podcast. I love it. It's, I think it's awesome. 
I do have a question. I have three daughters. Um, uh, Madeline is eight, Mackenzie is six, and Caitlin is four. And uh, I'm not sure if they would like to watch Star Wars or not. I'm not sure if they would uh, uh, think it's too scary. But I'm wondering if they were to watch the star, if they were to get into the movies. In what order do you recommend they watch them? Should we watch the original 1977 through 1983 versions first and then go to the newer versions? Or should we start chronologically and, and watch them in episode 1, 2, 3 and then go to episode 4, 5, 6? We'd love to know your thoughts. All right, thanks for doing the podcast, guys. Bye. All right. Well, thank you, Mark, for that question. Liam, what do you think? Chronological. Chronological. Anna, what do you think? I think you should watch it from the original trilogy to the prequels because it kind of is more surprising Mm. for a very start. That's how I watched them first. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I think I liked, I would like it more that, that I watched the original trilogy before the prequels because there's more surprises. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just think it's a better for first time. But then after that, I think you should go in chronological order. Just seems better to me. I see what you're saying, Anna. I, I kind of agree with you, Anna, but I kind of agree with you too, Liam. Now, I think it depends on how much your kids know about Star Wars. If your kids know oh, yeah, I that guess. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father, and if your kids know that Luke and Leia are brother and sister, then I think there's no reason... To I watch guess. the original trilogy then first. Then watch it in chronological order. Yes. But if they don't know anything, maybe do my suggestion. I think so. I think so. For the first time. Yeah, for the first and, time. And the reason not for the second, like if you're going to watch it a second time, it is it's not really... It's fun. It's really depressing. It's really sad to end on episode three. Yes. Very that is not... That's not a fun movie to end on. Ending on Return of the Jedi is very satisfying. But ending on, on Revenge of the Sith, and, and I would say, Mark, definitely watch Revenge of the Sith before you watch them with... Yeah, you know, and that find one is, which parts to skip for them. <laughs> you might want to skip some parts. Um, you guys, we so we watched... Hey, we didn't even mention this in our Star Warsy stuff, but of course, it's winter break, which means it's our annual watch Star through the, the Star Wars saga. Um which were in the middle of Empire Strikes Back. We mm-hmm. haven't haven't quite made it through all of them because our winter break was so busy. But uh, but yeah, so we're watching through, and I had a point and I lost it again. So that's okay. I lose points on this podcast. What and, do you mean uh, points? <laughs> I had a point to what oh, I was saying, okay. but I, I I forgot what it was. But that's okay. Um, but but here's the thing. Next next uh, next holiday next winter break we are going to have another movie that we can watch at home. Because, of course, The Force Awakens will be out on on DVD, on Blu-ray, by then. So so here's something to think about for once those movies are out. Are people going to go 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, and then 7? Like, Mm. for people who want to watch it that way, it doesn't really make sense. I think once those movies are out and able to be watched, chronological is really the only way to go. Um, cause it just isn't going to make sense to go oh four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, 
And then where do the standalone movies fit? You know, <laughs> yeah, no. you know, you're gonna watch. You want to watch those in chronological order too, probably, right? Like we're gonna watch the young Han Solo movie in between episode three we and are? four. I mean, once it comes out, like Rogue One, we'll watch before A New Hope. Really? Because I just want to watch the saga. Oh, that's fine. I guess we could just do that then. Because I just like that. I just seem to like that better. Yeah. Because they're like standalone movies, and I like the saga. Just watching the saga. What do you think, Liam? Um, uh, I'm saying with Anna, I think. Yeah, you think you'll just want to watch maybe, the saga. And... Maybe we could watch those standalone movies like every once in a while, like maybe every, every summer. Mm. But oh, sure, sure. Like, that makes sense. I like it better, just, the, you know. The saga. Yeah. Gotcha. The saga. Well, thanks again for the question, Mark. And actually, you guys, I think you know this, but your mom and I actually know Mark from college. Uh, he's a great guy, and I'm honored and lucky to have him as a listener. So thanks again for listening, Mark, and thanks for the question. How about you guys? Do you guys have any questions uh, that you would like to submit to the Question and Answer Council to today? Any burning questions from The Force Awakens that you want to know? or What, what do you have, Anna? Well, actually... Um, I have a burning question. Liam has a burning Who's, question. Who is Ray's family? Who is Ray's family? <laughs> well, that is one we could say our opinions, right? Yeah. Okay. My opinion. If I had to pick one, I think it is most likely, given what we know right now, I think my opinion is that Ray is Luke's daughter. When she's up there, she just looks at him like, you're brand new. I have no idea who you sure. are. Well, that's because he's very, like very him. old. Maybe she doesn't recognize him. Maybe she didn't know. She was like five she could when sense he that's, that's his father, of course. She could sense that Luke is her father? Yeah. Like Vader could sense that Leia was his daughter? Yes. In A New Hope? But he couldn't. He didn't sense that. Because How he did didn't Luke know. She, well. He didn't know. So, he could, she could have it. Maybe Luke has assumed that Rey has been dead ever since Kylo Ren destroyed his Jedi Order. Maybe he thought that Kylo killed Rey, but instead of doing that, he brought Rey to Jakku. Because he couldn't bring himself to kill his cousin. I think we'll find out in episode 8. So what do you think, Anna, right now? Oh yeah, I'm totally ready to be wrong. Like, I almost don't want her to be Luke's daughter, but, but right now that's kind of where I'm leaning. But I don't really, I don't care if I'm wrong. In fact, I would love to be wrong. I'd love to be surprised. Um, I think no matter what, I'll be surprised, at least by how it happens. Anna, if you had to guess, what would your guess be? I would have to guess. I'm not sure about the mother, but I kind of mm. agree with you, Daddy. Mm, okay, how about you, Liam? If you had to guess, what do you think? Who's Ray's family? That's, that's what your question was. Your question wasn't who's Ray's parents. Right? When she says she's waiting for her family, what does she mean? I guess maybe that's a different question than who her parents are. Maybe her family was the Jedi Order that Luke started. I don't know. I think our parents are just, we have no idea who just they are. Just randos? Random people? Yep. I think they're like, they're random people. We haven't met them yet, mm -hmm. but there's something special with them. I see. I see. Okay. Maybe... Her parents are Ezra and Sabine. Shush. Shush? What? 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 I don't think Rebels and the, um, the 
sequels will have you know, any really big connections. <laughs> but I like that theory, though. I hey, like that theory. You never know. Someone put a photo of, of Ezra's face next to a photo of Snoke's face. And they said, hey, they look quite a bit alike. And actually, the way their angle of their face and everything actually did make them look alike. But of course, everybody's Snoke. Everybody is Snoke. Hashtag Snoke is everybody. <laughs> no, hashtag everybody is Snoke. Oh, okay. Either way. So, I think that's it for question and answer council. Let's talk about what the kids are saying. So today was your guys' first day back at school after winter break. What are the kids at school saying about Star Wars? Anyone? Hmm. They're spoiling no. Han's dead. Oh, they're spoiling the they Han's dead. They're really spoiling Han's dead. Uh, that's they're a just talking about the Force Awakens like in class, just saying, "Oh, remember when Han dies? Oh, that's so sad. I wish Kylo Ren didn't kill Han. I mean, that's just <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is that's that's pretty rude. I know. So, so the kids are talking about it in class. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is a subject and it's of with discussion. Me, I'm just like please be a little quieter. Some people haven't watched a movie. Yeah. And I probably said that I know. today like three times. Oh yeah. Did they li- they didn't listen, huh? They well, you know, I'm glad that you're really respectful of that, Liam. It's not you don't really have to take it upon yourself to try to stop other people. I think just reminding them once and you know. Thank you for doing your part though, trying to keep people spoiler free, but Anna, did you have something to say? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. I was um, putting my stuff back in my locker after recess. Yeah. And there was a class coming by, and I heard people, like, whispering under the breath to their friends, like, oh, my gosh, so sad that I'm dying. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's so sad. Then they're like, oh, my gosh, the Force Awakens was so awesome. I'm like, now everyone's talking about Star Wars. That's right. That's right. Everyone is talking about Star Wars. Even it's, the people that didn't like Star Wars before. Your your great aunt was talking about Star Wars when she was over. I, I mean, know. it's like she wanted to talk to you guys about Star Wars. Was and that kind of weird? Yeah, that was very weird. <laughs> because she like didn't like Star Wars until she watched Force Awakens. Well, yep. I think she she said that she watched the older ones and that she yeah you're right, Liam. She I think she didn't like them as much. That's right. Um, Force Awakens. I can tell you my order. Well, you know my order, but I can tell you where Force Awakens is. Sure. It's tied with my first, A New Hope. Oh my goodness. Wow. I do not, that does not surprise me at all. So. Because that movie is great. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it the first time really so much because mm-hmm. I was trying to get over that Han died. Mm-hmm. But the second and third time, I'm like, okay, I get that. This is my first favorite movie. Wow. Now, Anna, you have a, a really good friend who didn't like Star Wars at all, and now she's totally into it. Can you tell us about that, how it happened for her? Does she want to talk Star Wars with you now? Or? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Well, it happened before that, because oh, yeah. she watched Star Wars and the yeah. original trilogy, uh-huh. and then she was talking about it, like, uh, blah, 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 sure, blah. Sure. It, I, don't, I don't know if it was because of The Force Awakens, okay. but when she started talking about it, it was kind of when most of the, like, big stuff for The Force Awakens was getting out. Yeah, not like, like the trailer and yeah. stuff, like the main trailer. Yeah, yeah. like the main trailer. Yeah. That was when she really started talking sure. about Star Wars. But she wasn't talking about The Force Awakens. Okay, okay. But maybe she was, She maybe with her family, she was watching yeah, the movies to get ready for The Force Awakens. And then she went to go see The Force Awakens, right? Mm-hmm. And now and she but really likes it. she's not really talking about The Force Awakens so much. Oh, really? She's just talking about plain old Star Wars. That's cool. So and Landon was asking me a bunch of questions at lunch. Yeah. Like... 
like, what's your favorite scene in all the stars? And then what do you think the grossest part is all the stars is? And I'm like, uh, okay, well, I don't know those. Yeah. I know that in the past, Anna, you've kind of felt like you didn't want to be. Those. Give it back to him. Give it back to him. <laughs> there you go. Give the question back to him. That's always a good thing. When someone asks you a question like that, chances are they want you to ask that same question back to them because they probably have an answer, right? Yeah, so you could always ask it back. Yeah, I guess. Now, Anna, I know that in the that, past you felt <laughs> like you didn't really maybe want to know. Be, you didn't want like everyone to ask you questions about Star Wars or you didn't want to be known as a Star Wars fan. Uh-huh, no, right? I didn't. Yeah, and, and, and I don't know if like, you weren't embarrassed to be. It's just not how you didn't want that to be your identity, right? Mm-hmm. So, are you finding now that, that more people are wanting to talk with you about it? And are you kind of be, becoming more okay with that? Yeah, because one time when we were waiting for a few more buses, mm-hmm. um, just on the on one of our hills, mm-hmm. there was a few buses, and then someone was asking Jeff a question about Star Wars, and then Jeff just looked at me and he was like, Don't ask me, ask Anna, she's the stars expert. And I'm like, No, I know there's someone that knows everything about Star Wars, but I don't know their name. I'm not the stars expert, but I guess I'm pretty good at answering stars <laughs> questions. Were you talking about Pablo Hidalgo? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and then I read that there and I was like, Oh, oh I'm pretty sure that's the name. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so you guys... Oh, when I said there, I meant on the visual dictionary. Which... That's the thing that le- Daddy's putting the computer on, so yeah. That's right, I have the computer resting on the visual dictionary, so it's not on and the It's bed. on the bind, so... So, I know that you, uh, Liam, you wanted to ask this question. Uh, you had a, a quiz question for yeah, me. That, that you. That, uh, but first, I want to tell the story of how this came about. Last week, you came up, in, you came into the kitchen, and you said, Daddy... How do you spell Kashyyyk? And you had Kashyyyk written out because you saw it and you didn't think I'd know how to spell it. And I and you were right. I missed a Y. Yes, you missed one Y. Yep. It was K A S H Y Y Y K. Yeah. And I just said Y Y K. And, yeah. uh, and you said, you're wrong. And then I said, and then you were going to ask me that question again during this episode. But then I thought, well, maybe you guys together, you can come up with a, a trivia question for me that I haven't heard yet. And you try to stump me. Okay. Because I honestly, like, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I, I did really good and at Star Wars. And it's in the Force I did really good at Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, but that's like original trilogy, which I know pretty good. The Force Awakens, it's pretty new to me. So... Try to stump me. Here's the question. You guys ask me. Um, what is the, you know, the, the awesome stone tuber that fights, um, uh, Finn on Takadana with that yep. thing? Yep. What is that weapon called? Oh, <laughs> you little, um... <laughs> What is the weapon called of the awesome stormtrooper who fights Finn on Takadana? Um, it is a... Uh, it's a riot control... Riot control something baton? Riot control force baton? Or a, a riot control electro baton? Or something like that? Am I close? Close. Okay, what is it? It is Z6 riot control baton. <laughs> oh, I was really close. I just didn't have the Z6. Yep. Holy. I can't And it wasn't it. in the middle of control and baton. It was at the starting. A Z6 Riot, Riot control, control baton. baton. All right, cool. <laughs> so Great. we got you stumped on you, that one. You got me stumped. You were super close, though. I Good job, super... Daddy. Oh, thank you, Stumped. thank you. 
You stumped the chump. Yo. All right. <laughs> we stumped the chump. We old. wouldn't stump Pablo, st- Pablo Hidalgo. That's true. You would not stump Pablo oh, Hidalgo. never. We would never <laughs> stump would say, No matter would, what we see. He would say, oh, it's Z6, Z6, Riot Control Baton. Of course, yeah. Um... No, I would say, I would explain the thing to him, and then he would be like, oh, you mean this stormtrooper? And he would, like, say the name, mm-hmm. and then I would be like, um, yeah. And then he would be like, oh, it's a Z6 ride control baton. That's easy. <laughs> so so maybe we could make this a, a regular feature on the podcast. Yeah. You, during the week, you guys can come up with a question to ask me, and then uh, at the end of the episode, you'll ask me, and I'll try to get it right. Yeah. Yeah! When I said stump the chump, that means it's almost the end of the episode. Uh, I said stump the chump. That's an old... uh, I used to listen to this radio show called uh, uh, Car Talk. And there's these two guys, and people would call in, and they would have questions about their cars. And they would have this segment where people tried to ask... uh, People asked them, like, something's wrong with my car. What is it? You know? Uh, And it was called Stump the Chump. Stump the Chump! I should find the Stump the Chump music and I could play it for Stump a the <laughs> Anyway, there's like one person listening to this who listened to Car Talk who's like, I know that song! Anyway, thank you for listening to episode 22 of Children of the Force. If you would like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. We are at Force Children. On Facebook, we are... Children of the Force. Our email is forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is... Children of the Force. Dot com. Oh, yeah, While, com. <laughs> while you're on our website, click on the link on the left-hand side of the page that says Send Children of the Force a voicemail, and that will take you to a SpeakPipe page where you can leave us a voicemail from the comfort of your computer. As Chancellor Palpatine would say, Do it! And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. And if you don't, Kylo Ren will call you a traitor! (laughs) For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And... Traitor! I thought we were all going to yell traitor, no? No. Okay, and... Okay. <laughs> and and just may the force be with you!